0: Um, we should do the intro this week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, um, intro song, Jeff. this is the intro song. Me and mm-hmm. Eric gonna talk with it after this intro song. That's all I've got. Mm-hmm. file drawer. Cut video, this is the file drawer. This is the file drawer with Sam and Eric. Eric, it's been a That's while cool. since we've talked to each other.
0: I don't think it has been.
1: Okay, maybe it just feels like it's been a while.
0: Yeah. Yeah, much more.
1: Yeah. Well, it's good to talk to you. It's good to hear your your sultry tones coming through my headphones.
0: Hey, man. Um, same to you. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, I'm getting picked up. Well, um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm you, tra- tra- you and your. Talk quiet.
1: Okay, gotcha. Oh, you hear that plane in the background. I do. Yeah, I do. That's... Sounds like you're under attack by somebody. Uh, only emotionally. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no, no, that's not um, for either. There, you know,
0: obviously, I, I enjoy this idea of podcasting just for the sake of me. I think I, I just sure. enjoy it. But uh, I often wonder, it's like, oh, is this even interesting? But then I listen to like things like, uh, you know, there's, we talk about there's different styles of podcasting.
1: Yeah, we're firmly in the two guys talking camp. Yeah, and so I listen to. uh yeah, I was listening to Roderick on the line. Oh, so good. Yeah, and that guy is just a good talker. He can he can spin a yarn and well like true yarn. So I don't know if it's still a yarn if you're just telling a story from your life. But he, uh, yeah, he's 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 just good at talking.
0: And so I'm thinking, you know, do I have anything like yeah? Do I have any interesting stories <laughs> from life? Sure. And maybe, maybe it's because we're still fairly young. We haven't sort of lived the full experience of yeah. this crazy thing called life, um, <laughs> or or perhaps I just think nothing is really interesting
1: hmm. for anybody. But uh, I know what my it, problem is. My problem is that I have a terrible memory. So things have happened and I have done cool things, but I forget about them.
0: You know, I, I'm the same way. I think uh, I would view myself as the same. And I don't think I forget about a person. I think I just you know let it go. You experience yeah. the experience and move on. Yeah. You're, open, you're open to those new experiences.
1: You know what? In a in a weird way, I've actually been living that a lot recently because I've been doing some like major cleanup of my computer, mm-hmm. and you know, I have lot I, ha- I had lots of notes and half started things and things that I intended to get back to someday that I decided, you know what? I don't need to keep this stuff around or mm-hmm. like completed completed stuff like the project is done yeah. i don't need this anymore and yeah. part of me you know maybe hearkening back to younger me who liked to collect things i mean it was all about hockey cards pokemon cards like i loved collecting stuff right so part of that has carried over but there's this also competing part of me which is probably stronger now <laughs> that just likes to get rid of stuff and to like mm-hmm. not have things around me that remind me or keep me kind of anchored in the past. I would rather have my energy and, and focus on like what I can do now. So basically, that's just to say I deleted a ton of stuff off my computer and I feel fresh and light and ready to uh, do awesome things. Yeah, that's a, that's a
0: big uh, feat. I think I've, I, at some point I've tried to start that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it's so much stuff on my computer. You know, <laughs> and, and also, you know, well, I don't think I'm a hoarder, and I would say physically and also digitally. Right. I think I have hoarder tendencies. I'll often <laughs> say. Um, so if I'm not careful, yeah. this idea, this idea, not, not, I don't necessarily accumulate a lot of stuff, but this idea of not wanting to rid myself of things because I might someday come back to it. Yeah. I might someday need it, even if it's school, like project stuff that you mentioned. Yeah. it's Like oh. You know, this is a really valuable experience that I learned from. Perhaps I can reference back to what we did in that process. Right. And at the same time, I think, um, in a sense, I think that has actually helped me. Like a uh, projects at um, at CGU, I've been able to look back at certain notes and stuff uh, uh, that I used during my time at UWF. Okay, and I think it has been helpful. Nice, uh, you must take better. Helpful. You
1: must better take better notes than I do because I feel like I've never taken a note in a class that has ever turned out to be useful after that class is over.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe so. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Um, but also, there is a ton of. I mean, for for every one of those, there is probably like five to whatever sure. many uh, of, of things that I won't go back to and be like, "Oh, this is useful. Let me use this." Right. So,
1: um,
0: I, I have old textbooks just for like nostalgia say um but you know after moving I, i've start, yeah. certainly after moving around a couple of times uh, i've gotten rid of i get rid of more and more because i'm just like this is this is asshole.
1: yeah the uh, the the level something has to be at to be considered worthwhile nostalgia certainly changes when you have to lug it across the country yeah
0: <laughs> and so yeah i think it's that's interesting so um, yeah yeah so. so i i i commend you mm-hmm. for uh for removing, you know, or cleaning up your hard drive. think because sure. hard drive space is so easy to come by. It's yeah. so easy to just accumulate stuff. I have copies of things because I originally like had a mul- backup. Multiple yeah. copies? Yeah, or I've changed it. Sure. Especially like copies of articles. I've downloaded certain articles so many times. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, do you
1: use any sort of software to manage that, or do you just have them in folders? You know what? Um, I, I, I've recently re downloaded Mendeley. Yeah in
0: um, an attempt to start using that yeah. but it's it's, it's still qu- it's improved since the last time I used it but it still has certain quirks about it I'm still trying to, I'm on the fence I, this is literally something I was thinking about like a couple of days ago okay. as I prepared well. to um, do my lit review
1: I am deep in mendeley so if we if we need to have uh you know we're all about having very titillating and exciting conversations as podcast episodes so maybe a future episode has to be <laughs> um just me and you going deep in the weeds on mendeley all right i'd be down for that <laughs> I, I
0: was actually going to send you a message and get your
1: sure. opinion on it um it does i agree said. it does have some weird quirks to it but it's the best that i've seen i, I tested out a few but that was like Probably four years ago, so things have definitely the landscape has changed. But so far, I I like it.
0: You know what? Though at the same time, not to get into the weeds of Apple stuff again, the uh, <laughs> search capability of like the Finder. Is oh so, yeah, it is so, good uh, now. Like it doesn't require like in, in Windows software. I think it, I don't know if it requires it or not, but it does it either in the background. Does it better? But in, uh, using Windows, like it had to like index all your files and all that stuff, and sometimes okay. it got it will get slow. But I found that if you label things well in uh, yep. on the Mac using the finder is pretty effective yeah you so you're
1: talking about uh, spotlight right uh, I'm just the finder oh, okay I mean, yeah or I mean, it's, it's probably I mean it's the same engine probably yeah, yeah. Um,
0: and I mean, in fact spotlight because it's like an omnibus search mm-hmm. I've actually um, unchecked a lot of what I actually have it searched for uh, right so like, pretty like much you, just like
1: just you never search. want a Bing web search yeah
0: <laughs> yeah you know, you
1: know it's like come
0: on yeah <laughs> um, and so, yeah. So I'm I'm trying to figure that out as I prepare, and as I sort of begin the early stage mm-hmm. of my review paper, just kind of you know search for articles uh, that would be um, relevant. Relevant. And so I you know using that in the com- you know, in combination with like note taking software. So I use or I'm tempted to use uh, Microsoft OneNote, which I, I find oh. pretty useful. Um, Uh, Because you can use
1: it online, you can use it, you know, software-wise. Sure, but I
0: know there's other stuff out there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Quick, quick Apple question: Are you rocking uh, El Capitan?
0: I am. Nice. um, I I knew it wasn't going
1: to be big. Yeah. yeah.
0: But I'm also disappointed in their split screen thing. I thought it was going to be just the snap screen. Yeah. Like the you know probably the tool that you have downloaded that does the same thing. Um, Snap left and right. Instead, they have this thing similar to Microsoft where. If you open up one application put it to the right, then you could also – its it almost creates this like physical uh, – no, sorry, it's, it's digital. Like, it's like having R two – it's virtual. kind of
1: like having like two desktops visible at the same time. Yeah. Like they're both technically in full screen mode. I Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I've, I've used it successfully for a few scenarios like having – email in one and my calendar in the other, and just having that sa- as saved as a desktop so I can just kind of like swipe back to it if I need yeah. to. Like, so there's been a couple combinations that are useful, but there's some, like Slack right now, if you put it in that mode, it's, it, it cuts off like, mm. your, your conversation weirdly. Um, and what I'm realizing is that this split view would be so much better on a big ass monitor. Yeah. Not on my yeah. not on my 13-inch laptop.
0: Yeah, where it looks like you know, yeah. You almost essentially have two physical large monitors, you know, two physical yeah. physically large desktops within one. Yeah. yeah. I have
1: been I asked though cuz I have been um, using so they did some major upgrades to the Notes app and yes. I've actually started using that a lot and I'm no longer really using Evernote. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, uninstall, I uninstalled. I uninstalled Evernote, and that was part of my huge like purging of of stuff. Yeah. Um. But what I did, I did export everything out of Evernote, and I have it sitting sitting in a zip file on my hard drive just in case there's ever something I really need out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah
0: I, I use the note today to do a lot of quick things. Yeah. Um, it's good. You know, yeah. I you know I wish there was some sort of integration between like because I I do use a lot of the Google stuff like Google Keep. I'll take mm-hmm. notes on as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if I can access my my notes, um, uh, uh, those notes within the Apple Notes online. I think and if I you saw- go to
1: iCloud, you can. I think okay. if you go to
0: iCloud.com, yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. So yeah, you're you're not getting the full benefit of all of kind of the new stuff in that you don't use a, an Apple product for a mobile device. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I I can see I can see that. I however. Am super deep in, in Apple, and I've I've been you know we've talked about this before about my desire sometimes to use like to see how far I can get on first party software. Yeah. Um. And with the El Capitan update, I've been kind of playing around with that uh, again because I I feel like I mean you've, even if you just look at the recent past, Apple does is doing a better and better job of making everything they make work together really well. So I've been kind of playing around with that to see, like, how how stock can I run, and and really kind of being mindful about where I need third party software and where I'm fine with what Apple provides. Yeah. So I I don't I also just like to tinker with stuff, which is a large motivating factor. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, um, we're we're done with that segment of it <laughs> for, <laughs> forever until I mean, until new things come out. I, I'm gonna have more things to talk about because I'm pretty sure I'm gonna order an iPad Pro, but that's not until November, so we'll, we'll, we'll save, it. We'll You're save an it.
0: You're an animal.
1: You're an animal. A am Um. <laughs> um. Did What's you watch? It? Did you happen to catch
0: SNL? Not this past week, but the week before.
1: Negative. You ever I watched, have, you ever watched that? I mean, I I watch video clips of SNL, and I watch like best of you know twenty years later. Yeah. Uh, I don't watch anything live because I do not have a television. Yeah. Um. Moment. But why? Why do you ask? I'm I a terrible improv partner. Yeah, man. Tell me all about it. No, that's all good. <laughs> um, uh, old Hillary
0: Clinton was on there. Oh, okay. And she was. Tra- I mean, it's clear. It's clear there. You know, she some some um, publicist recommended she go on there to try of to course. make herself seemed like more of a human.
1: Yep. That's what all the politicians are all about. Yeah. How, how'd she do? Was she hilarious? You know, I thought it was... I mean, I, you know...
0: My, I thought it was... I thought it was a, a, a funny enough or entertaining enough uh, sketch. Okay. That she was in. So you know, she was playing herself... So, well, she was playing a bartender talking to a character that also... That plays her. Uh-huh. Like, the character plays her to this very...
1: Exaggerated. Exaggerated yeah, level.
0: Course. Um. So that was interesting. Uh, and then uh, she, she kind of gave an impression of, like, Donald Trump. It was, it was entertaining. Have right? you
1: seen – so have you been following kind of the, all of the other appearances that the political candidates have been doing on the various late-night shows and SNL? I, I, have you seen, like, a good a good number of those? Uh, no. Oh, okay. No, I, well, I, I was going to ask.
0: I've seen Trump on, a, on you know, on like yeah. late-night shows and stuff. But, I, you I saw know, him
1: on Colbert yeah, or whatever, Colbert's late like, yeah, show. With yeah, Colbert. I saw him on that as well. Yeah.
0: Uh, I uh, no, did, no, I didn't see him on. I think I watched clips of him on there. Gotcha. And the funny thing is, though, I mean, both again, I, I don't. I, I talk about this stuff just in terms of uh, the political what's going on but I definitely don't want to turn this into like a political no party. I was going to ask
1: I was going to ask if you had to vote purely on who is who is the funniest or who has the had the best appearances who would you uh, have to vote for I'm hoping you had seen lots of them because I actually haven't either but I not that is a uh, that is a dead end that we have gone down
0: well I was going to say that you know but on the, on the re- Republican candidate side there's so many people that are contributing to a lot of
1: comedic fodder uh, but, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Well, they're not deliberately doing it just because yeah. <laughs> they're easy to make fun of. <laughs> but at this, at,
0: at, but no. But also because there's so many of them. Yeah. And there's so many sort of.
1: They're like characters.
0: Like, who is this person? You yeah. know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And also on the Democratic side, you know, I think I didn't even know that, like there's two other guys running. Um, Bernie. I'm like, no, I know Bernie was running. Oh, okay. Well, there's two other people. I'm like, who are these? I have no idea who these people. are. You don't see them on anything. Yeah. You know? yeah. And so the attention, it kind of just kind of. Um, taps into the issues with, and both sides complain about it. But I, I think it is legitimate, sort of this media, this uh, news media, this mainstream news media, doesn't really cover, fairly cover everybody. Oh, of course, yeah. You know, uh, they do, the, you know, they cover the people that are the most entertaining. <laughs> yeah. uh, There's the, the uh, one candidate,
1: I think, I, I'm going to mess this up because I don't, I don't follow anything. I think it's Lessig. Um, is his name he, uh, I, yeah, <laughs> exactly, right. <laughs> exactly but he was the he's the he's the guy I think it's him um, who only is yes yeah, so a Lawrence Lessig who only is um, running because he like got a certain like a, a certain number of his followers like either donated money or like signed a, a petition or something and his only like platform only thing that he cares about is getting um like corporate money out of u.s politics Mm -hmm. and but his his thing is that the the democratic national committee won't let him debate uh in the democratic uh debates and he's trying to basically get them to let him uh let him partake in that because i think uh, each of the debates kind of has different rules about who they invite and um I think like the it's like if you're pulling at one percent nationally, you'll be invited to it. And he's claiming that he is, and but they're not; they don't want to invite him. And it's interesting. Yeah, that's um.
0: So it's you know it's clear you know aside uh, tries to steer in the direction of who they want exactly or or, or don't
1: want, <clears throat> which is why I think the and, uh, and this is not controversial in any way uh the democratic national committee really wants biden to run mm. because they're seeing so bernie has been eating into hillary's lead like crazy and is even i think he's even leading in some states uh but i don't think the dnc does not want bernie sanders to get the get the national uh to get the um Nomination, like they, I don't, I don't. That's not what they want. He's too extreme for them. Biden, however, is not, yeah. and I think they want him to be kind of the, the the number two guy. If like if Hillary ends up blowing this somehow, then they having kind of Biden waiting in the wings and mm. have him because I think he's much more electable nationally than uh, Bernie Sanders is. Mm. But that's the most I've talked about politics in like three years, and I feel a little nauseous now. Hmm. Yeah. And can you believe I used to teach government? <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. Yeah. Um,
0: well, then you, you then you probably were, uh you
1: probably have a little more insight, or had a little more insight yeah. enough yeah, maybe to know that it's back in the day silly. Um, back in the day. Actually the craziest thing is so back before I even thought about coming to grad school and I was still teaching um, and I was writing, I had a website that I was writing a lot about. Or writing on a lot and one of the projects i wanted to write an ebook about like getting uh people more getting basically getting young people to care about politics more which is seems like a totally different person from who i am now because i am now a person who like can't even i i just can't interface with politics right now because it's too soul-sucking but the yeah. idea that i wanted to write a book about it like i had, i emailed uh basically like, all of Michigan's state legislators, and I was going to, like, do interviews with them and stuff, and it was, it's just weird to think that was a plan of mine, and now, and now I can't even, I can't even, I don't think you could pay me enough to write that book. Yeah,
0: I, I, I I see your future. 30 years from now, you're going to be involved in politics.
1: (laughs) Oh, no.
0: Yeah, I don't know, man.
1: If you, so, have you been listening to Roderick on the line for a while? Uh no, I just okay. kind of jumped back into well, i didn't, I didn't even finish the episode John that, so. recently ran for office mm. uh, he ran for Seattle city council so leading up to that they had i mean he had been doing this for but probably about nine months or so so they had many episodes where they were talking about it and then he lost uh the the well, he didn't even he didn't get the nomination um so it's been interesting, and they're kind of, like, past that now. They don't really talk about it anymore. But if you go back into the back catalog a couple weeks um, up to a couple months ago, you'll hear some very interesting conversations about why he's running for, why he was running for office and then how he's kind of dealing with the, the disappointment of losing. Mm. But, like, he was full-time in campaigning for the better part of probably four or five months. Wow. So. Yeah then he lost which is disheartening because he's the type of dude that I think like he's not a lifetime politician you know he mm-hmm. he, has, he he's an intelligent guy who cares about these issues but actually thinks about them in a nuanced way which means it's hard to pin him down which means he he had a hard time getting the support of a lot of different groups because what he learned and what I kind of realized now is that the, what the groups really care about is have electing people who are very predictable that they can, they know, okay, this, we know, this city councilman like, always votes this way. This one always votes this way. But if you are a human being who's intelligent and like actually weighs new evidence as it comes in, you can't just live in one camp only forever. Yeah. And it's really dishonest to say that you will. And he would, and, and that's kind of what he said. And Therefore, he had a lot of a lot of trouble getting support, and therefore was not elected. Which yeah. is just depressing because I would rather have a a city council full of people like that who are comfortable using their like, basically you know just just using evidence and thinking you know, thinking about this stuff in a very honest way than just towing the party line with whatever group they're in. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Do you have any light topics for us to talk about today?
0: Um. So. I think last episode that we released was that the one where you ordered the pizza? I don't know. No, no, uh, it's been a few. But, I well, have did, a
1: pizza do, in my refrigerator right now though. Well did we talk about ordering
0: pizza and then no, we talked about kind of doing the acting and sort of when you order pizza <laughs> Oh, yeah, you can't, different you know
1: the different situations where we put on a little show because we want people to think a certain thing about us. Yeah, and
0: I, I think I was saying, you know, if you order a ton of pizza or whatever, you can just pretend that other people in the room with you. <laughs> yeah. And so and I uh, said,
1: you can't do that when you live in a tiny one-room studio <laughs> apartment.
0: <laughs> yeah. So um, I wish, you know, I wish we could show this video, but um, well, actually, we'll put it on the show. Put it notes. the show notes. Uh, Key and Peel did this video, and um, let me see if I can just check the audience a little bit where this guy is ordering a pizza. This, you know, it's kind of making fun of a, you know, obese guy. Um, whatever. Um, not whatever, but that's not my intention here. That's at the point of watching Showing this, and he's ordering just a ton of food, and he, so he's just making up different people that are in the room. You know, they have like yep. a, you know this sort of split shot between the delivery, you know, the the, the pizza spot,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and, um, and and the guy ordering the pizza, and it's just funny. So he's making up all these pe- people in the room, and uh, he's like you know, you know doing like a side talk to him, mm-hmm. act as if he's talking to him, and uh,
1: hello, thanks for calling Mario's Pizza. This is absolutely Carlos speaking. Let me see if I can we would like a large pie with uh, pepperoni, pineapple, and cheesy crust. Large pepperoni with pineapple and cheesy crust. We would also like a large pie with bacon, pineapple, and cheesy crust. Large bacon, pineapple, with cheesy crust. Okay, is that going to complete your order, sir? You know what? Let me gauge the room. Uh, guys... We're going to want another pizza. Let me just, Who's Do hungry? Not. Show of hands. A Let <laughs> me see them. One, two, three. Keep them up. Four, five, six. <laughs> ah, having a party. <laughs> yep, pretty big one, too. Come on, guys. <laughs> um, keep them yeah, up. Hugo, you it, Summer. It, the bit is, is – that's a good bit, and it's, it's based very firmly, very squarely in reality. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's why I like Seamless. Because Seamless doesn't ask me how many people I'm ordering for. Seamless just just makes the food and then bring it to me. And then I can just kind of crack the door when the delivery guy knocks on it and just grab the bag. He doesn't have to look in. Seamless doesn't judge exactly Seamless. That, that's the best advertising campaign ever <laughs> <laughs> order from seamless because it doesn't judge yep there's no no judgment and you know what? i even felt a little bit a little bit that if i had because yesterday i ordered pizza because i was watching the red wing game and you know what i wanted wings as well and you know a, a large 16 inch pizza and six <laughs> wings is more than enough food for one person it's, you know, it would probably feed a small family. I do not have a small family here with me. It's just me. But I, I, did, not, I did not hesitate to order <laughs> both wings and a pizza. Uh, and in no. my defense, I only ate a couple pieces of pizza. It's sitting in my refrigerator right now. Oh, man. Yeah. So. <sighs> um, can I also just point out, did you take a look at how good, how, how awesome the show links are for last week? I did a good job. You know what though? When I looked at it, um... did I mess something up? <laughs> um... Oh, primer! Right, so what I'll... happened? Why is there an extra parentheses around primer? What's going on there?
0: All right, so I think all right. So a you you you've, you've used the non I guess the classic audio block. So we mm-hmm. go into square audio. Oh, blocks. dang
1: it! Um, but honestly I can't yeah, whatever. I, yeah I forget what I are supposed to do. There's a couple um I'm looking at it right now I see errors. Why is Apple Watch and your mom's house podcast on the same line? Yeah, so you have that.
0: Um it's so speaking of it I just wanted to um
1: so Oh, you want you put out your disclaimer. I want you to sent out, me I just, this you sent me a hilarious text not long after. There's all sorts of errors in here I'm looking at right now. I'm going to fix it right now as we're doing this. <laughs> you go ahead and do your disclaimer about how you're a terrible person.
0: Okay. So all right. You know, I, I started talking about a uh, podcast that I like called Your Mom's House. And I just got to. And,
1: and, and this is not the first time you have talked about this podcast.
0: I know. But just, I, I haven't put a link up there just because I don't want to be the person directing people to this um, very offensive. It's it's for comedy. You know, I, I know sure. you know. you I listen to the comedians and I feel like I kind of know their comedic sense. So I, I don't believe that they're as. Uh, that they're the characters that they sort of right. portray in terms of the comedy, you know. Not necessarily the characters that they portray, but I think I kind of get their sense of humor. And they're sure. kind of making fun of that thing. And I've listened to episode, you know, many of episode from, like, day one. And so I kind of get their comedy. Um, if you listen to it, just kind of like, oh, let me listen to this. This might be interesting. You could be really thrown off. And so I kind of hadn't listened to one of their podcasts for a very long time. And um, when I sent you that message, I was listening to their podcast, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Hope this would be a bad intro um, for anyone just kind of coming in to listen to it. So you I, want me to
1: take? You want me to take the link off? I'm in our back end right now. Yeah, take I, the link. In my back my I'm in our administration. That that sounds dirty.
0: I just I, I want to make people have to do the work. All right, <laughs> just, So just yeah, trying to, just trying to find it. Um, but they're 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 yeah, it's just, it's very offensive. To everybody, you do realize
1: the, now by by making this disclaimer, you're probably pushing more people to it than would normally go to it.
0: I, I, I do, I do, but I just want to like okay, uh, it's a, make sure it's a um, realistic uh, job preview. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's a realistic preview. Yeah. Of you know, so if you're going after it, this is what you're going after.
1: Uh huh. Um, sure. So I removed it. We're good to yeah. go now. <laughs> and. Uh,
0: yeah, it sounds like oh man, anybody that listens to this is going to think terrible. I'm like a horrible person. Yeah, uh, which man, there might be some truth to that, but because this is a not necessarily professional podcast, but like a you know, it's, it's on that semi-professional. Long. Yeah, you know, we're, we're in the minor leagues. Yeah, and I, at the same time, you know, I've seen that we've gotten you know more liberal in terms of like you know the explicit. Um, uh, uh, sort of raid in, whatever, the explicit label that we're putting on our podcast mm-hmm. and things like that, because what people don't know about us is, at least me, you know, I also, you know, I work for the Navy. I wasn't, for, I didn't work in the Navy, but I was employed by the Navy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm used to, you know, using choice words just to kind of get my point across mm-hmm. and stuff, and I think when we first started this, we were definitely trying to keep it, um, Definitely clean, just so anybody can listen to it type of thing.
1: I don't think that we're bad. No, no, no. We we have gotten more lax around the uh, language that we will use. We will occasionally let some colorful language uh, slip through, and I will usually make sure that we put an explicit tag on it at that point. But we're not – see, here's the thing. I think the explicit tag is a bit much. Yeah, I agree. But I think you need to put it on there if you are – cursing at all so there should be a light like an explicit light version of the tag that we can put on there yeah anyway uh did you see on our last episode someone left a comment that just gave us some more insight around the whole vw emissions thing Mm. this this person named engineer Mm. which let's read this from It would be it would be awesome if his name or her name was engineer and this person was also an engineer. I'm guessing this is not this person's name, (laughs) though. Anyway, the point they're making is that uh, so yeah, the initial uh, the the underlying issue is that when you have internal combustion engines, you have this trade off trade off between making the engine higher performing, which is what customers like, Mm -hmm. and making engines more environmentally safe which is what they need to do to get past uh you know the 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 regulations Mm -hmm. so if you make it safer the engine performs more poorly if you make the engine perform better then it puts out more emissions um i'm i'm going to be honest i did not actually yet read this link that this person has included in there uh but i'll have to it does say
0: sam is correct
1: That's right. I did. That's my favorite part of this comment. uh, Uh, I mean, I'm never surprised by that because I'm always correct. But well, and and going into me being correct, I'm pretty sure I said in the last episode, and if we were editing wizards, we would drop in from the last episode where I made this prediction. Yeah. But I, I have this memory of me saying something along the lines so of I don't think Volkswagen is going to come out as the only company that has been doing this, that there has been – that we're going to see this is going to be kind of like an industry standard and there's going to be other companies getting embroiled in it. And I shared a link with you and and I shouldn't admit this. I didn't actually read the article. I guess yeah. got super stoked about the title. Um, and what – what do you have it in front of you right now? Yeah, I
0: have it in front of me. And actually I, I scanned it. Sure. And- I don't think they implicate these other. So they implicate oh. that these other companies are actually uh, emitting more than the regulat- regulatory limit okay. of, um, I guess, NOx okay. is that? Yeah, nitrous nit- oxide dioxide, uh, pollution. Yep. Um, however, somewhere in here, uh, I don't believe that there there isn't anything that implicates that they put in like these devices.
1: Well, then how are they? Understand? If they're putting out more than the regulation, aren't they getting in trouble? or shouldn't they be getting in trouble? You know what? I don't know.
0: So this is, this this issue is systemic, systemic. across the industry says right. Nick Malden. Yeah. Um
1: that, that and that was my point that I don't yeah. think Volkswagen just up and out of no like just they decided on their own to do this thing. I mean, I think you the only way you make this decision is that is if there are industry standards around like other people doing it as well because I think it's no, no. But again, the
0: issue for Volkswagen, unless other people, unless it clearly says, all right. So here, here, and here it says,
1: uh, let's see, where is it at? I should have just read the article. I
0: mean, there is a huge difference—not um, engineering your 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 car to the standards versus. Not engineering your car to the standards, and then engineering it to appear as if it is meeting the standards. Well, here's you know the thing: saying? if
1: you're engineering your car to not meet the standards, you can't sell it in the United States. So they're doing something to get past that. You know what? Yeah, we didn't read it. <laughs> so. Awesome. Let's just all go. Right. Let's just go with the very basic understanding of other companies. It appears may be doing similar things. And let's just leave it at that. Yeah, that's all. That's the, that was my only point. I just well, wanted to read on more. We'll put it in the show. Yeah, notes. yeah, we'll throw um, it in the show notes.
0: And so, going back to that comment, though. Yes. That uh, well, the engineer uh, mm-hmm. posted.
1: Thank uh, you, by the way, engineer. Yeah. Having it. some actual listener interaction made me feel so warm and fuzzy inside. Yeah.
0: Um, and he, uh, or the, she. he or she, she um, posts a link to an NPR uh, interview, yes. which I, I was about to I say I before I read, read this, I was about to actually say I listened to an NPR uh, interview with a woman oh, nice. so who was an engineer what? professor. And I, I don't know if this was the same interview, but um, the person was talking about how really the technology exists for us to have very efficient engines. I mean, mm-hmm. however, the fact that we want all this convenience in our car, you know, mm-hmm. you know, we want to be able to power all of our phones. We want to be able to listen to whatever you know, radio, some series, whatever. We want to be AC. able to, obviously, AC and all this stuff. Yeah, um, th- th- It comes with compromises. Um that, you know, we, because the engine is not just powering our car moving forward. Right. It's also powering everything in our car. And yeah, so I true. thought that was just uh, interesting as well.
1: Yeah did you, uh, did you see the Tesla announcement of their little like, SUV thing that they are going to be selling? Mm-mm. I watched the keynote. Uh, it, was, it was pretty interesting. So their next uh, electric vehicle is kind of like a small SUV that has like the gull wing doors that open up. Like Back mm-hmm. to the Future style, yeah. Uh, it has some interesting, some interesting features. The the driver side door just senses when you get close and opens automatically, and then automatically closes when you sit down. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's it's definitely interesting. Tesla is an interesting company to be watching. Yeah,
0: that's yeah, definitely, definitely.
1: Not for you. Just oh, quite, no, because because. You're not in in the target audience, or you just don't think they're gonna have a big impact.
0: Uh, he, um, I think it's no, no. I, I I think they will have a big impact. Okay. It's just that you know all the other like big ideas that Elon like Elon Musk is uh-huh. having are also just it's you know which 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 of these ideas just supersedes
1: the, uh, the
0: idea of uh, the 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 rail the hyperloop. Um, yeah, that like supersedes
1: like any sort of car thing. For me. Yeah, you yeah. know. Sure, but uh, I mean, he actually has a company making cars true, now that are currently on the road, whereas that's the Hyperloop true. is not really a thing yet. Yeah, that's true. Um, um, yeah, going so. to
0: never mind. I was going to go back to the list of things, but I think it's less interesting because it's not really interesting. Okay. Um, did you have a thought?
1: No, no, I, I have no notes in front of me I mean, I was going to tell you So I've, I've, I've discovered I do this thing um, I go through cycles of Extremely narrowing down The information I let in my life Like I'll go through my Twitter feed And unfollow a crap ton of people yeah. Or I'll uh, and I've been doing this for a while. Actually, it's unfollowing people on Facebook. So the va- like, even though I'm friends with you know over a thousand people, I would say maybe only twenty people do I actually see things in my newsfeed from them. Uh, things of, of that nature. But then I'll go through a period of time where I, I like why I open the aperture like crazy and let basically all these different information streams just gush for a little while. And mm-hmm. then, I, and then I'll you know narrow it down again. So I'm in the middle of a widening of of the aperture right now. So following more people on Twitter, I actually I actually refollowed everybody I'm friends with on Facebook. Um, I how, how do you do
0: that? How do you find them to the refollow? Like, I got to understand. Like, how do you you, you know, go, they re- can
1: go into the settings on if you go into the newsfeed settings? Oh, are you, you talking see. about following them in terms of their time, their um, posts? Their yeah, uh, yeah. Their, so like yeah. if you if you well, are friends with somebody on Facebook, the default. Behavior is that you also follow you you call what's follow them. So like that just means their posts appear on your newsfeed, whereas I had narrowed it down to almost nobody. So Facebook was very quiet for me. So I've, I've realized I kind of have two motivations for this. So I one is that I think it's good from time to time to expose myself to things that normally wouldn't make it through my kind of digital bubble. You know, I follow, a certain, I follow like a certain type of people who are interested in a certain type of thing, and therefore I only see a certain type of information.
0: Mm-hmm. And from
1: time to time, I like to see if there's other things out there that I could potentially incorporate into my kind of normal routine. Um, so following people that I normally wouldn't on Twitter or seeing people on Facebook that I normally wouldn't is an opportunity to just kind of test that out. The other thing, though, is and this speaks more to why I currently, if I look on the home screen of my phone, I have uh, Snapchat. Uh, The official Twitter client, the official – no, not the official, but I have Medium on here as well. And and what I'm realizing is that with the work that I've been doing uh, now working for this company, uh, we do – I think it's important for me to see kind of how normal people use technology. Mm. I am – A power user in in most respects. So I will change all the default settings, I will seriously customize how I use basically every single app on my phone and on my computer, Mm -hmm. which is great for me. But I I feel like I need to have a better sense of how just normal people interact with technology, because that's some of the work that we're doing with companies. And I feel like I need to be able to talk intelligently about how normal people use technology. So I'm trying these things out, you know, what's it like to use Facebook, if you don't actually unfollow people or mm. what's it like to use Twitter's official client and not a third party like Tweetbot which is what I normally use and it's just been very interesting um my my I only did this last night but the first thing that I have realized with Facebook is if you don't unfollow people I got the same feeling scrolling through my news feed that I do when I occasionally open my spam filter in my email, and I just mm-hmm. scroll through there. Like that is just a a black hole of terrible. How do people do that? Yeah. Uh, no, I agree. <laughs> like, um, it is yeah. not enjoyable. Yeah. At
0: all. I, I totally agree. I, I I kind of was going to go to rant about just the type of things. I'm just that I would. A quick minute I unfollow, but I don't want to offend people in case this sure. is what they
1: do. Well, here uh. I will. No, I'll do it. <laughs> if you, if 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 most of your updates are political in nature, I'm gonna unfollow you. If you're doing, uh, if only you only post inspirational photos, uh, I'm gonna unfollow you. Uh, if you only share links to really just terrible news articles, I'm gonna unfollow you. Mm. Mm. But at least for now, for at least the next couple weeks, I'm just going to grit my teeth and deal with it. I'm also curious to see uh, how – so like obviously the way Facebook works is they're not just showing you a chronological feat of everything. They have some crazy ass algorithms working in the background trying to predict what you like to see and what you want to see. Yeah. So what I want to do is for a couple of weeks, just let those algorithms figure me out and see if it is able to make an experience that is better for me. Uh, no. I mean, yeah, <laughs> is that your prediction? Yeah. I mean, I I want to see. There's what, all this talk about machine learning and and algorithms and customized experiences. I want to see if I you know if what, I though? don't hide from Facebook for a couple of weeks, what's it able to do to make the experience better for me? Cuz right now it's literally like looking at my spam folder, which is you know not what? a good experience.
0: Yeah, you know what Facebook does? It it, it tries to then just market to you things that it thinks you'll like. <laughs> That's, right.
1: Well, happens. there's the marketing side of it too, but it also will certain, only show certain, me – it should certain. learn like what I like to see newsfeed-wise from friends and it should show me more of the people that I actually care about and stuff and the type of updates that I care about and less uh, political BS or pictures of cats.
0: You know what? I, I'm not sure how this thing works because things will come up and uh, yeah, maybe I'm just not cl- looking close enough. Uh, Or I just, whatever. But things come up. This is why it annoys me. And it'll say, like, so-and-so likes Verizon. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah. And and I'm like, did they really just post that right now? Like, I just don't understand. Like, I, 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 yeah, I don't, yeah. Yeah. You know what? This is what I need to do. I I always, when I get uh, ultimately kind of uh, depressed by, you know, technology, because I love technology so much, I have to, like, um, make myself feel better by, realizing I'm not the only one that has a cynical view toward it. Oh, uh, me, watching, me man, we're in the same uh, boat. I'll go, I'll go, uh, I need to go uh, rewatch watch all of Black Mirror. <laughs> um, there's also a, uh, a documentary I've talked about before uh, that I just like and how it views technology called uh, All Watched Over by Machines of Loving Grace. Right. Um, yeah, but stuff like that, you know. Yeah, okay. um, yeah well, this is that- a...
1: Yeah. And then with that, it's like I've never really used Snapchat, but I mean, it's a multi-billion dollar company now. And then I feel like I need to have some sort of understanding of how it works and why people like it. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm experimenting with Snapchat. Also, Medium. Um, I think I'm going to move over some of my writing that I've been doing on The Workologist and mm-hmm. try using Medium as the main place where I put my longer pieces of writing. Because, again, really large company growing quickly, like growing in market share and the types of things I'm just seeing shared on Twitter and, and among people that I know, more and more stuff is is living in medium and I need to better understand what it's like and why it's it's working that way. Yeah. The oh, other was- thing that I did, and I think you'll appreciate this, is I went, so I use Overcast as my podcast listener, uh, mm-hmm. uh, listening app, and you can go in, the way you add podcasts to, way basically the way you add subscriptions within Overcast um, you go to this, the section and he has listed out like some curated groups of, uh, podcasts based on different subjects. But in the newest update of overcast, he also, um, there's a section where it's just the most recommended among people who use the app because within the app you can recommend podcasts and, and shows. But basically what I would, went, I, I went through the categories I care about the most, which are basically technology, business. Uh, society and culture, science and medicine. And I subscribed to every single podcast in all of those sections. (laughs) So I am currently subscribed to probably 60 or 70 podcasts right now. Mm. And I'm just going to see, like I'm going to listen to at least one or two episodes of each one and just see how they are. And maybe I'll add some more to my actual roster of stuff that I listen to every week. Mm. So we'll see. All right. All right. Um, I should probably add some more comedy podcasts, but I have not. <laughs> yeah.
0: I like to uh, – let me circle back to you talking about Medium. I just kind of Google sure. searched it. Yeah. And someone kind of blogged – I mean it's probably several people, but something that came up in the search results, uh, Google search results, was uh, someone blogging uh, why they're shifting their entire personal blog to Medium. Interesting. I need so- to read that. So that might provide some insight. Yeah, and, and, no, that's different because they they say personal blogs. I don't know what that.
1: Sure, and yeah. well, I mean, one of somebody I really uh, I- admire um, that I think is a great writer, and I've worked with a little bit. He recently moved all of his writing over to Medium, um, yeah. and he does his work in this like technology strategy type stuff. So I'm, I actually I should probably sit down and talk to him about it because yeah. what I on the one hand I can I see the appeal in that. There's not You don't have to do a lot around design or like the administrative mm-hmm. BS of making a website. Although, you know, things like companies like Squarespace have made that really minimal actually. Yeah. But if you don't care about really the design and you just want a place to put writing that – um, people are, are more likely to see. I can see the appeal to Medium. I'm a little bit concerned about like locking into a platform that may or may not you know, exist in the future, but I, I poked around a little bit and it looks like it's not hard to export your writing out of Medium. So I could do that if I need to. Um, and what also is very interesting to me is that as Medium becomes larger, this network effect becomes larger. As more people move to Medium, it's more likely that more people will see your writing. And that's really what it comes down to. Sometimes it feels like making a website just on the internet with Squarespace or just making it yourself. It's like, it's almost like yelling into a black hole. It's hard to get people to go to your site for the first time uh, and and see what you have written there. But if you are part of a network like Medium, it's, I mean, a community of people who all use the same. And, and if you're going to Medium, you know, potentially seeing writing that's interest, that is that is related to your interest, you get more people, more eyeballs on your writing, more people share it. Um, I, I'm curious to see if I see an uptick in the number of people who are reading, who's reading my stuff because I'm putting it on Medium first. So anyway, that's just me uh, totally nerding out over stuff like this. <laughs> I realize I probably care about this more than anybody who's listening. But yeah, I, think man, it's, I, think yeah, it's, I think I think it's I think, think, so. I think I it's know. I don't know. I just I like I, from time to time just kind of totally breaking out of my normal routine when it comes to how I think about and use this stuff and seeing what what sticks in the long term.
0: Yeah. Um, i I'll try to integrate my thoughts on this. Mm, real quick. Can, <laughs> no, or we, we, we can pivot, man. We can pivot. Yeah. Um, and me and my buddy. Uh, you know when growing up this guy I went to school, high school with and uh we, we didn't go to college together, but we, you know knew through each other through college mm-hmm. uh, he went to a school that was like forty minutes away, so we we'd still come in touch but we we had these like rules <laughs> we had these like rules to live by we, we kind of made it up jokingly mm-hmm. and, I, and i don't remember any of the rules really, except for one this is what it, it's reminding me of he was like. You always got to throw them off sometimes. You got to throw them off. <laughs> got to be a wild card. Yeah, you, you know. What I'm saying I, I kind of view things like this, yeah. like that. You got to just change it up. You got to shake it up. Exactly. For, for for no other reason just to do it. You know?
1: Exactly. Um,
0: if that was your only reason, I think that that would be adequate
1: for sure. Because you just
0: never know, you know, like I so said, what's out there or what you might be missing or
1: whatever right. I mean,
0: you, you know, um, or what you can learn. From exactly. doing something different.
1: Well, I think, yeah, I mean, that's a, a great point. And I think I put a lot of faith and I get a lot of comfort out of my routines around how I do certain things around technology or getting information. But if they stay static for too long, I no longer trust them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have to do things like this to know that, okay, I have done kind of a survey of the field and there's a lot of shit out there. But there, you know what, there's two or three things that I should be looking at more regularly because there's really great stuff in there. And I now have found those and now that I have incorporated them and I can close the aperture, you know, for a couple of months and just focus on the stuff that I know I care about. And then I'll start getting that itch again. Like, you know what, I keep seeing this website being shared or I keep, you know, this new company has come out and they're doing something crazy and I know nothing about it. Like I've got to try it out and see how it is. So yeah. yeah, I think it's healthy. Except sometimes I can feel like I'm just sitting around tinkering with apps when I should probably be doing actual work, like writing or working on my PhD. So, <laughs> excuse me. Oh, sorry. I just
0: I like <laughs> laughed. Hiccuped, I forgot I to like, breathe. Laugh, laugh, cupped. Oh, know. okay. Um, into my, into I actually
1: mind. worked on my PhD yesterday proud of me i love
0: how it's just this omnibus phd i've worked yeah. on my PhD. <laughs> i know well, that's yeah, that's yeah. probably
1: part of the it's probably not good that i think of it that way <laughs> uh, i worked on my phd and <laughs> i'm including re-downloading spss as part of that yeah. working on my phd uh yeah. there's a new version out 23 who knew they they have a new version every year. I know. Because they resell you. Don't get me started on that that nonsense. I know. Yet. I know. But I need my 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 license for 22 had expired. So I went ahead and got a license for a year for 23 and I got into my data set and I made uh so I I made a uh, like a composite variable. Yeah. It was uh, pretty exciting.
0: Um how, how was sorry sorry to do mm, no, real? No, no. But how, how how was the course that you were you've been taking on? Uh, a-
1: it's paused. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, I downloaded all the materials because I very quickly realized I couldn't do it at the pace that they expected me to. Yeah. It, at the, the first time I attempted, it was when I was starting my first new job. Uh, and there was just no way that I could work on it for like two hours a night. Like, this wasn't going to happen. So what my plan is now is I'm doing nothing except working on my thesis. And then once my thesis is done, the next thing I'm going to work on is doing that class. Yeah. And if I th- I think if I just sit down for a week and just hammer it out, I'll I'll be fine. Like I'm yeah. not going to be proficient in R. I'm not even going to feel comfortable probably doing most things in R, but I'll have a good understanding of kind of its limitations and very and know how to do very basic stuff, which is yeah. enough for my portfolio. Yeah. And yeah. I'm becoming incredibly pragmatic about what I'm doing and how quickly I'm doing it for my PhD work. So. Yep. 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 Which I'm worried. I'm, I'm worried. is not the right word, but like my sample size for study two is just, it's not big. It, if it, it was no way it would ever be published. But part of me is like in my portfolio plan, I don't need my thesis to be published. Yeah. So I'm, I need to talk to, I mean, I'm already emailing back and forth with Becky to basically get the approval to just go forward with what I have with the understanding that I'm not going to have enough power to probably really detect anything, but I'll yeah. still get the, the practice and, you know, the experience of actually analyzing it and doing it. But the idea of, I mean, for me to collect more data on study two, I'm looking at another six weeks. I'm looking at more, probably another couple hundred dollars of my own money. Like it's just, I don't see how I could potentially do it. So Becky, if you're listening, this is me begging you uh, to uh, say uh, that I can just move forward with analyzing study two.
0: um, Just, I have to go um, um, soon, but uh, just real quick. Someone posted uh, on one of our, you know, CGU, pages or whatever i don't know that did you know they give well you can apply for like a 200 hundred dollar research type of Mm.
1: grant or something i feel like i knew that at one time but i have not been thinking about that at all
0: yeah they don't tell anybody
1: that stuff though like
0: how do you find like i don't ever remember hearing about anything like that ever yeah and i don't know if it's like a guarantee like most people get a type thing but someone donated money for that purpose so um if you can find it find it and i'm trying to look into that if not let me know and i'll try to
1: yeah, Look, I'll, I'll get it. it. I mean, at this point, the part that I'm the part, the main reason I don't want to have to try to get more people for study 2 is just like it's the time aspect of it. Yeah. Well, I'm just like, talking about the, yeah, the in money, general, money already for put doing research. In general. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for sure. yeah. 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 My study 2 is basically getting people to watch how people, videos. How many people do you have? Uh, like 30.
0: You know what, man? I don't, know. Let's, let's 30 talk.
1: split between two groups.
0: Let's talk let's talk after. Let's talk sure, after. Sure. Um about that, but uh, yeah, let me get going.
1: All right, uh, cool. I'll hey, uh, you- I'll edit this week. You're you're a man on the move, so I'm gonna tr- get this done and, and put it up uh, asap. Hey, cool, man. I appreciate it. No problem. Uh, Anything to help my my good my good pal out. Yeah, you've done like three in a row. <laughs> three, I think three in a row. I think this is my second in a row. Oh, okay. Um, all right, everybody. All right, this has
0: been Thank the file you drawer. For joining us. This has been the file drawer. I'm sorry, I just repeated what Sam just said.
1: <laughs> That's right. I kind of feel like I cut in front of you, actually. You were getting ready to say it, and I just whoop, yeah. whoop, right in there. Rate a review. Yep, rate and review. Or leave comments like engineer. That was pretty engineer, great. Engineer, thank you. Thank you, engineer. That's right.
0: Thank you, engineer. You know what? Uh, next time, I mean, I guess people can just view it, but I don't know how many people will actually go to the site to read the comment. Mm-hmm. So next time, let's just uh, read the comment. Sure. If it's not wrong, sure. um, then, then we can also, you know. Yeah, yeah it's a good comment. Yep. Anyway. All right. Alrighty. Sam is right. Bye. Bye bye.